it's Lisa Cordoff. Welcome to the podcast where you can expect inspiring, raw, energizing, and transformative conversations with people on the path of personal evolution. I'm here to really live my life. And if you are too, these conversations are just for you. I'm really glad you're here. Enjoy. Well, it's been a while since I've done a podcast with Carly. Carly Nimmo. I mean, there's been a lot that we've done over the years. Yes, there has. (laughs) Welcome to this podcast. I don't know if you've ever been on Conversations. No, I haven't. I've I've been on the other iterations of this, so I'm probably in the back catalogue somewhere. Yeah, you definitely are. I mean, you're the person... We had our own podcast. We did have our own podcast. And then, I mean, you're the reason I got started in podcasting because that's what, you you know, you help people start podcasts, but you also do other things. And I really want us to jump into that today because I keep on referencing human design and I know that there's people who are starting to ask me about or there's people in my, if I mention it on on a post on socials, it'll be like, what is this thing? How do I find out what I am? So you have been deep diving into human design for what three years? Four and a four, four years. and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Like so you and and it's a funny because it's one of those things, don't you reckon, where it's like, I just need to know your date of birth. <laughs> People have like, bang, what is yeah. this airy, yeah, airy yeah, thing? Totally. I, I resisted it for a long time because yeah. of that because I'm like, oh, well, is it astrology? I don't get it. It just seems a little bit too airy-fairy for me. Yeah. Um, where's the science kind of vibe? Um, but, oh, my God, like literally everyone who has ever found out their human design is literally mind-blown. So, can you tell everyone, well, I mean, you can say hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> like, Hi, everyone. Who is this person? Um, but, uh, like, I guess how you got interested in human design and what it actually is. Okay. So I did, I remember pulling a chart probably over a decade ago because I've always been interested yeah in like well that was when I pulled a chart right and it made no sense I was looking at this like picture with a bunch of shapes on it something that said I was a projector a couple of numbers with you know like it just made no sense whatsoever and when you pull a chart it doesn't it's just like this completely abstract thing right and and I think that's um and so I just kind of went oh that's interesting but I've got no idea what this is about so you know get rid of it and then and I've always been interested in things that allow me to get a greater understanding of who I am and I've always been interested in like you know, figuring out what I'm here for and all that kind of jazz. So, um, and, and yeah, just understanding myself better was really what, what drew me to it. But actually that didn't really happen until I had this like totally random experience. A, I was in like one of the Facebook groups that we used to inhabit a lot, a B school community one. Mm -hmm. And someone had put out that their mum was really sick and they needed to find a mobile hairdresser. And my cousin happens to be a mobile hairdresser and she is just an all-round superstar woman and she was mobile and she was in the same area. And so I hooked them up and the mum ended up passing away 
but the daughter was just so grateful because my cousin had brought so much sunshine into her last days and made her feel really special. And so to thank me for being kind and connecting them, she said, I'd really love to do a human design reading for you. Are you open to it? And I was like, sure, I'm open to anything really. Mm. Um, And so I went along to it. And as a projector, might I just point out that I like, we'll dig further into this, but I was recognized for something nice that I had done and invited to have a reading. And so that is correct for me to be recognized and invited. That's actually like my strategy, you know, so it worked. So by the time we had the reading, I am a first line, which means that I'm an investigator. And I just went about consuming everything I could (laughs) about human design that was free on the internet or that I could find on podcasts. And at the time there was like no podcasts really. There was a couple of interviews and that was a bit with a dude called Shatan Parker. And that was about it. Right. I was like, "Mm, interesting. This stuff is really fascinating. So I had the reading. It just changed my perspective on myself. I could finally see that I hadn't, I wasn't a complete fuck up and that I wasn't a total failure (laughs) and that life, you know, that, that it just made sense to me, like Mm. why things hadn't always worked out for me. And, and it helped me to really reframe how I saw myself, but also accept all these things that I thought were wrong about me. And to then, and then life just kind of got a little bit easier and a little bit easier after that. It didn't mean that life still wasn't throwing me just a complete shit show because it has continued to throw some pretty major stuff my way. Um, But it's just changed my relationship with myself. And when we change our relationship with ourselves, everything changes. The way we handle those shit shows, life shows at us, throws at us, you know, changes. Um, Yeah. So and just yeah. a level of self-acceptance. Yeah, like, right. Oh, okay. So if this is why I react like this, it's not it's not me being bad. It's not a result of this or that. It's just like, oh, that's a part of my design. So how can I help that work best for me? Um, yeah. I mean, I think when I did when I discovered mine because we've all done personality tests mm. and we've all done like you know what sort of this am I or the love like, language and the yeah. ENT whatever and the Maya Briggs or what that's I think that's the same thing Maya the Briggs, Enneagram yeah. and you yes, know all of that stuff and it's fascination all- tests like I've done everything right and I've done most of them too and they all um and it's always, there's always insights that you take out and they're interesting, but there is nothing as comprehensive as, as I think our human design. I still don't even pretty much understand 80% yeah. of, of my stuff. Like I, I understand the major things. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's actually, uh, it's changed the way that I same as you, relate to myself and accept myself, but also how I'm going to do business moving forward, why, like giving me an understanding of why things in my personal life have sort of happened in a certain way or why I get why I get kind of frustrated at myself for having to wait for things to feel right. or But then when I do, it just happens so fast, but I can get really annoyed at myself and it's like oh since I discovered I was a manifester which Mm -hmm. I think when I say that word out loud people think it means um 
you know, like I'm someone who can manifest. I mean, we're all manifestors. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Like it, it's an actual word in um, human design and having you to be able to be like, Lisa, that's you when you're blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'll be like, Carly, why, why, why am I doing this? Carly, why? I don't know what to do. Well, what would work best for your design is blah, blah. Or do you realize that you feel heavy because of blah, blah? Um, When I found all of that stuff out, it, I mean, it's like a revolution Mm. in my head. It's like, it's actually like freedom. Yeah. Total liberation. That's how it's felt for me. Yeah. Yes. So I want everyone to kind of know about human design. <laughs> like Lisa's on a bit of a tangent. Lisa's learning about this. Which, so which I love, which I'm here for, right? Because <laughs> as a projector, my uh, my last four and a half years has been, um, would you like, could I, would you mind if I just like got your birth details so <laughs> I can, you know, and then like an onslaught of 31 minute messages in Instagram with all this stuff, which is completely uninvited. And, you know, <laughs> won't land at all. And it's a complete waste of energy for me. But anyway, I've spent the last few, four years experimenting with it through that, you know, like pushing it onto people unwanted. But then here comes a manifesto with a spark ready to light people up, right? Which is what you do. You initiate change. And so, um, so now it's not such a waste of energy. <laughs> I'm like, Carly, Carly, we need to talk about this thing. And you're like, okay, I've been waiting. <laughs> But so, okay, so can people are going to be like, okay, what are what the heck are they talking about? Why are they using these different words? Firstly, yep. how do people find their own human design? And can you just give a bit of a rundown of the yep. major of the five? It's five, isn't it? Types. It's actually four and oh, a four. subtype. Yeah. Okay. So, um, okay. So with the way you find your human design out, it requires you to know a little bit about your birth details. So the more accurate the time, the more accurate your birth chart will be because it is based in astrology, right? So there is there is some woo elements to this, um, but it's so in-depth and complex that, you know, it's just kind of like, whoa, this is, you know, it, it, there's a lot to it. So the more birth, the more correct birth details you have, the more correct the information will be. So um, essentially all you need to do is go to Jovian Archive. You can just Google it. And there's a little option that says, get your free chart. You don't have to put in, it's not an opt-in or anything like that. You just have to put your birth details in there and it will give you this chart. And when you get that chart, you'll probably be like, well, that's great. What What the hell does this mean? (laughs) And then Google is your friend. Um, on that front, you can book a reading with someone who knows it because like it Carly, like might me. I just say, Bang. like, yes, I recommend you to every single person. Um, but I do also have free resources. Rocky Mike Wright was a podcast I did about podcasting and I did a season around human design. So once you've got your chart, if you aren't in the position to get a reading yet, then that would be a really good place to start to learn, to understand what the basics are. Right. But essentially there's four different types. Um, and you have generators. Generators are made up of generators, but also manifesting generators. So that's like that subtype, which makes yeah. a fifth type, but it's not really. It's they're a generator. Okay. So generators are seventy percent of the population. They're kind of like the worker bees, and I don't mean that in a diminishing, you know, uh, sense. Like, oh, we're all robots going off to our nine to five to sit in a cubicle and work our guts out for the rest of our lives, kind of thing. Like, that's not what I mean by a worker bee. You're here, like, if you think about a bee, you know, they all have a role 
in building, you know, life on the planet, sustaining life on the planet is the role of the bee. They're here to pollinate. They're here, they're living their lives in response to what's around them and building something, you know, nurturing and sustaining life. So they're floating around and they're here really to go, oh, that's a pretty flower. Let me go down and explore that, you know, and, um, and yeah, and so that generator really is here to create. They're the creators. So uh, a really, really important role. And I don't want any generator to get disappointed when they find out they're a generator because they're not special because you are so special. <laughs> Without you, life on this planet doesn't exist because there's the other types like Lisa, I, and the reflector, we don't have the same level of energy that you all have. And that energy, you know, is so important to love some of that energy. Me too. Oh my God. Wouldn't you just, wouldn't you just like kill someone to be able to go to bed and wake up refreshed? (laughs) (laughs) Or for me, it's always been like looking at the people who like as someone who's built her own business, I could Mm. never do the doing all the doing. Yeah. yeah, All the doing. I just, I couldn't do it. And I have been hard on myself because I'm like, I don't know how to do all the things in my business. I outsourced that stuff, which when you learn about my design makes sense why I did, but oh man, I would, I flake out. I'm like, no, I'm done here with this bit of generator vibe would really Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. The thing with the generator built for generators, right? It is, it is. And, and the, the rest, the other 30% of us are just trying to keep up, you know, and we end up entrepreneurs because we can't fit in that mold. Exactly. Exactly. For sure. And the thing about, um, generators is that, yeah, like it's just, it's just such an important role, but it's also really, really important that generators are feeling good you know, because satisfaction is their theme to show them that they're on track. Right. So when they're feeling satisfied, and it's interesting, right? Because whenever I speak to a generator, they've got all these like really huge plans of like what they want to achieve and blah, 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 blah. But when I ask them the question about what feels satisfying to them, it's often really interesting things. Like, you know, what feels really being in the kitchen, looking after my family's, you know, needs. Um, I asked Miko, my husband's a manifesting generator. He works in disability support. And I asked him what he finds satisfying. He finds satisfying going out with his crew, mowing a lawn, and then finishing and looking at the lawn and going, oh, what a great job I just did. Like this, this look at my hard work. Like I can mm. see the, you know, I can see the, um, you know, fruits of my labor. Mm. I've put in my energy and I've created something. And yeah, I know I'm going to have to go back and mow it in a few weeks, but it's satisfying to finish and to complete mm. a job for a generator. You know, there's a really I mean, good the s- idea that jobs are ever completed. Is it? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, strange yeah. For me. <laughs> Classic manifesto. Just for you to start them. Yeah. All right, you guys clean up the mess. See ya. <laughs> totally. Oh, yeah. So the generator, and you know, generators are generally really warm and welcoming. You know, they're they're very nurturing kind of people, which is and and they're magnetic. So they're going to be attracting people to them all the time and opportunities to them. Where the other thirty percent, sometimes we can feel a bit on the outside because we're not. You know, it is hard for us to keep up with a generator. <laughs> so, yeah. so that's the generator. 
and and the manifesting generator fault. The manifesting generator is still a generator, but I think of it like, you know, in B-movie, because I always use all these garden analogies for generators, but in B-movie, you know, they they put on like the little booster packs. Yes. That's kind of like the manifesting generator. You take a generator and then you give it like a little line of MDMA and then you've got like a manifesting generator. <laughs> so they're like, they're buzzing a lot higher, you know, and they're, and they're busy, 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 busy. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the manifesting generator and it's, and that's correct for them. Providing again, that it's not frustrating them, that it's feeling satisfying, then, you know, they've got this endless resource. All generators have this endless resource of life force energy to put into things, to put into growing things. Um, but most of them, this is the problem. Most of them are not following their strategy and authority. So they're not responding. They're trying to initiate. They're trying to be a manifester. Um, and, and they're wasting a lot of energy. So they are putting their energy into things where they're, where they're not really in response in the correct way. And so then they get really frustrated because the work that they're putting into things isn't being recognized and it's not being appreciated and that can be really frustrating or it's just not working Mm -hmm. and that can be really frustrating, right? So really important for generators to be tending to their own garden, looking after their own needs, making sure their cup is full before, you know, that that serving from the overflow, very true for a generator, making sure that you are feeling satisfied doing what you love, not just tending to everybody else's needs. Mm. Oh, so, like I'm just thinking of some of the generators I know, and it's true. Yeah. And and you can see how it would get heavy to be having all this energy and putting it into things and then that not going to things that give them satisfaction. Yeah. Oh. I mean, hello, human population right now. Um, oh, hello. Yeah. And, uh, and most mothers, you know. like And that's what I'm hearing too is, yeah, that there's this um, lack of appreciation. I mean, we've just passed Mother's Day. Yeah. And there's all these... <laughs> generator mothers who were just like I can go 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 for my family and but yet no one's actually right who's who's there to right like you know why why am I getting up and having to make my own freaking cup of tea in the morning and make my own and everyone else's breakfast on mother's day you know like and you know and it's like yeah uh you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of things I could say about that. Yeah. Put in some boundaries, blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> um, but, but also, like, it is your nature to want to nurture. For mm-hmm. me, like, it, I I am kind of like an entitled queen in some ways. Mm-hmm. And so there is no way in hell that that I am not getting out of bed without someone bringing me a cup of tea. And <laughs> I just make that the rule around my house, you know, because if not, no one wants to be around bitter Carly. Trust me, right? So, so, so talk make to the us cup about of tea. projectors. So projectors are 20% of the population loosely, and we are the guides. We can see everyone running around, wasting their energy, their precious energy, and we are so desperate to tell you how to conserve that energy. Um, But without an invite, it just falls on deaf ears, and it's super painful. They're like projectors often have a lot of stuff around rejection because we we know how inherently wise we are we know we can see better ways to do things but unless it's invited out of us it really is wasting energy that we don't have to you know um yeah yeah we just get all bitter and give advice it doesn't get taken on and we're like 
oh, yeah, hello, told you so, knew that was going to happen. But obviously that's like not great energy to bring into life. <laughs> told you so. <laughs> yeah, it's not like that, but it, it's actually heartbreaking when you when you know you could do something to help someone and you're kind of, ren- it's clear that there's no recognition. So, so projectors can have a lot of stuff around feeling invisible, feeling unseen, feeling unacknowledged, um, but when, when we are, when we are acknowledged and when, when our guidance is invited, we can change everything for everyone around us. It's transformative, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, we can see more efficient ways to do things. We're masters of systems, hence being so into human design. It's like a system that I can never mm-hmm. get to the bottom of. Right. So, um, yeah. So, so for if you yeah if you if you want really good guidance seek out a projector, a projector. yeah mm-hmm. um yeah but so their their whole our thing is like success so when we are aligned the generator feels satisfied and the projector feels successful mm-hmm. there is a lot like the thing about the projector is the projector is here we exist for other people so we are here we experience life through others so that can that can mean like things can be quite personal for a projector because yeah because we are taking we are taking in every like the people when we're taking when we're looking at someone we're taking in their energy mm. and yeah and so yeah so it, it is it can be a really painful trip but it also can be you know like a projector in success there's nothing quite like it. Like it's an amazing feeling to be a projector that feels seen and valued. Um, and, and there's nothing more transformational from the pers- from the other's perspective too, right? Because, uh, yeah, we can. We can we can really guide. That's what we're here to do, guide the energy. Um, so that's, that's the projector. And then you have the um, manifester, which is you and you're 9% of the population, roughly. And you guys are the fire starters. You know, you are here to ignite things. And you're, so where where generators have like this warm, enveloping um, aura, projectors are penetrative. So it can feel like we're burrowing a hole into your soul sometimes <laughs> and quite intense, like a projector's energy can be quite intense, which is why we need an invitation. Because yeah, when, we have, I know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. when we have an invitation, then that, that energy is welcomed, right? Yes. Otherwise, and, and it's, that's where it's transformative because right, it's, it's, right. always, it's always intense. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. So, and then the, the manifestors is repelling, which sounds kind of like, Whenever I, whenever a manifesto finds out that their aura is repelling, it can kind of be like, oh, oh, great. So I'm like repulsive or something, <laughs> but it's actually built in to move people out of the way so that you can get what you need to do done. Right. And what you are here to do is to light the match. Right. So when it comes to any project or anything you're doing in life, you're just here to ignite it. You're just here to start, to initiate um, and to inform, right? To tell, not to not to seek permission, but to say this is what I'm doing, right? And it's really interesting because for manifestors, I find of at first I was so triggered 
by the fact you were a, gen- a manifester and any anyone I knew who was a manifester, I was like, oh my God, they're always so successful. Everything just works for them. You know, they, you know, when when you used to say, I'm gonna get 500 people into this program, and I'd be like, oh my God, she fucking will too. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and you did, you know, you were always like, uh, guess what? Got 500 for I'd be like, so it's like it can be really triggering a bit of projector nobody says me like like, i don't know how i don't even know how it happened and you're like yes you do what don't you like everyone's like give me the formula i know people how to create video because i'm like i think maybe that's what what's working so i create a course to teach people how to do video because they're like tell me how you do it tell me how you do it and i've literally never known no, because it's just your energy. It's just your energy. That's what it's here to do. It's here to impact. Manifestors' energy um, aura is repelling because it's here to impact people. It's here to move them and not necessarily out of the way, but towards something, you know? So that's, and this is the thing, like manifest, often I see manifestors in coaching environments, which is like, it's kind of funny for to me because you're not here to hold hands forever. You know, like you're here to ignite the change and then let them go about and 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 create the change. But we're so, and this is the thing, manifestors are so often so deeply conditioned, especially when they're women. Because, you know, I mean, we haven't, we weren't even allowed to have bank accounts until my lifetime, pretty much, you know. So it's like yeah, being a woman and telling the world how it is. Or being a young girl and having this energy that, you know, can just make shit happen, highly triggering to the people around you. Oh, I mean, it was always, um, uh, I mean, I'm glad I went to a school where it was celebrated and there was a space for it. Um, But certainly uh, at at home, (laughs) it was like, enough yeah too much too much yeah yeah, it's like come on you know we don't want yeah don't be too big stay humble blah 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 you know it's like all the time and and I and I don't think that that was necessarily a a problem because um (laughs) I don't see myself as well it was just more that the having a voice that's saying something um was always who I was yeah but it wasn't actually seen as anything. Like yeah, if you yeah. had asked me when I was a kid, you know, what do you want to do? I'd just be like, oh, just be amazing. Imagine being a motivational speaker or something. And But that wasn't actually a thing. So mm. you've got to go find something to do like with your life. And then it became very obvious that working in environments where I'm being told what to do, I would just... Oh. It not for the, you. It was, it was the worst. I was mm. not a nice Lisa. I was not a good Lisa. And also then, you know, starting a PhD, um, I liked research. I liked learning. Mm. I liked academia for lots of reasons. But, like, sticking with something for three years and trying to maintain my interest and it not being something I could bounce off or I was so down on myself for quitting that thing because that's what success would look like, would be, you know, getting, they've offered you a scholarship, you should do it. But I I just couldn't. 
Mm. And and so I was down on myself for not being a good employee, for not being successful, for not following through on things when really it was never going to be my thing. Right. And then you found your own groove in the entrepreneurial space where you could just be who you are and, and initiate and impact, you know, and inform and play out your design. And then boom, everything just kind of, well, not just boom, everything just kind of like, (laughs) whoa, what a fairy tale from that moment. Hey. (laughs) Wow, it's just been it's just been like, you know Easy Street. So easy. The icing on a cake. Yeah, it's just been like, yeah, sweetness all the way. No, it, it absolutely hasn't. But also because I can get caught up in doing things mm. in, in my business that don't necessarily serve that side to me. And you've, you know, which is something that I think a lot of people do. They think there's one model, there's one way to do things yeah. in, in our sort of space. And there's absolutely not. No, and particularly not for a manifester. A manifester Manifesto is here to do themselves, right? Like in terms, that sounds a bit funny, but like to just <laughs> well, <laughs> to do themselves sounds pretty good. Um, <laughs> anyway, so so uh, you know, but they're here to do things in their own way and to and to pave their own path and to you know not not um, conform, but to find ways that work for them as the individual that they are. They're really um, you know paving new paths and new frontiers. And so, and, you know, having a movement and stuff, like all of that stuff is really powerful, powerful for a manifesto, getting very connected to what your values are and really, you know, like being in them. So, yeah, so that, so that's the manifesto and the manifesto has like, you know, we all have that success, not kind of theme. And for a manifesto, it is anger or peace. So when they're feeling peaceful, then, um, yeah, then that's when that's like their signpost that everything is good. I'm feeling peaceful. So then you have the reflector and the reflector is a rare breed. 1% of the population have a couple of reflector friends. They are like intergalactic beings. <laughs> so, so they, they actually like all of us have an inner authority, a way that we make a decision and it varies on our type and you know, who we are for a reflector, they don't. So they have to, their whole strategy is to wait for a lunar cycle. They have to wait for the transits to move through the sky every 28 days to come to clarity. Um, and they're here to reflect the health of the community back to them. So they play a really vital role Um, And their theme is disappointment and surprise. So disappointment happens when they make decisions based on where they are in a particular moment, but not taking into consideration that who they are today is a different person than they'll be tomorrow or the next day or the next day. So they need to give themselves a full lunar cycle to kind of come to clarity for, to make decisions, you know, and we all have different authorities. So mine's splenic. It's here in the moment. It's just like a little whisper. It's like an intuitive knowing for you. It's emotional. So it means sitting with your feelings for however long it takes to move through your wave and find clarity over time. And if there is no clarity, it's not a yes yet, you know, until you find the clarity. I know so annoying. Um, and, and, you know, sacral people, they're here to make a decision in the moment, a yes or no, that's based on their gut. Mm. Some people are designed to talk things out and hear their voice, not take on advice, but hear their, hear what they're saying back and find like soundboarding, mm-hmm. they hit a soundboard. Um, yeah. So we're all built completely different 
you know, and the way that we operate, the way that we interact in human design, we're, we're almost like, it's like a puzzle and we're all pieces of this puzzle and we all fit in to kind of help each other, you know? Mm. Um, and we all have a role to play. Um, but the problem is most of us are not even aware of our human design. <clears throat> We've been deeply conditioned, particularly mm. people who aren't generators, you know, like deeply conditioned to try and keep up and do things in the way that other people do. Um, and yeah. And even just like the way we move, yeah, the way we move through life is just deeply conditioned. If we all had an understanding of how we all operated and we knew that, you know, projectors needed to be invited and you had a projector and, you know, and you could invite their guidance and make them feel like there, there was value, like then you, then you create successful projectors, a whole generation of projectors who feel really confident in the guidance they can give. And then you create generators who are really deeply connected to what brings them joy and their unique expression in the world and the, what, what they want to make and create. You know, and then you've got manifestors who are feeling peaceful and impacting everyone and helping to move the planet and its inhabitants forward. You know, and then you've got reflectors there kind of, yeah, reflecting back the process to it, to us all. And yeah, we just like imagine life when we were all free to express ourselves as the truth of who we are. Like it would be a pretty cool place. (laughs) And the people, it would be, and the people around us got why we did certain things in, in a certain way. Um, and, and it wasn't, it, you know, it's not a, f- a free pass to like, no. as a manifesto, I still have to get up and do the same things day yeah. after day after day for my kids and, you know, all yeah, that sort absolutely. Of stuff. Yeah. but it's more like living from the place of this is what feels most natural and good. And this is when I can tell when I'm feeling, um, aligned. Yeah. That, and and when I'm to- off track. I can see, okay, yes, now I can see I'm off track and I can see why I'm off track, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because beyond beyond just understanding yourself, I think, you know, that's the first step, understanding ourselves, but understanding our kids, understanding our partners, understanding our team, you know, like it's game changer. Absolutely game changer. And but and we do this stuff. Um, like you know, when we hire people in in the business, we always do their Myers Briggs and all there's another one that we do, I've forgotten the name of it now because that that's being replaced with human design. Yeah, um, like Roger <laughs> Hamilton stuff, you know, he used to do the the Roger Roger Hamilton stuff was really good for figuring out if someone, you know, was an entrepreneur or a, you know, like but human design can replace all of that, really. Well, yeah, and knowing um, uh, it used to even be like, hey, what's your love language? So we can mm. recognize them in the right way. But this is just on an absolute different level. And there is not one person who I've ever met who's been like, nah, that, that's not me. Yeah. Like it, it's <laughs> yeah. literally there, never there is, happened. There's often some disappointment for any type, I feel like. Right. When they find out, you know, particularly like when I found out I was a projector and all of what all that meant, there was disappointment because I always thought that I was special and being a projector didn't feel that special. It didn't feel special to sit around and wait for people to recognize me. Now it feels absolutely bloody amazing to sit around and just do whatever I want and and know that people are going to recognize me and invite me out. I don't have to work for it. What amazing kind of, kind of, you know, like dream life is this. Um, and you know, and for a, a manifester, it can be like, 
oh my God, this is a lot of responsibility. I have to make everything happen for myself. Like that's, that's a lot of weight to carry, you know, and, or it can be, it can feel that way. And for a generator, generators are, they are not waiting to respond. They're getting up in everyone's business and doing all the things, you know, that, that, that haven't been in, nobody's asked them for. And then they're getting all frustrated, you know? So it's like, um, yeah, when, when we know that we just, we can, yeah, we can come from a, from a really empowered place because at the end of the day, sitting on my ass waiting for, and it's not that I'm sitting on my ass doing nothing, waiting for recognition. You know, I'm, I'm actually actively part of being part of the projected trip is we need to be seen. And so I need to be making myself visible, um, but in ways that feel really good for me, you know, and for a manifester, there actually isn't a better feeling than knowing than someone telling you the impact that you've had on them. Mm. I mean, you I'm, know, like creating something is like my drug of choice. Yeah. You know, just actually kicking something off. Yes. Seeing it out in the world. It, the, it's the reason why I keep creating stuff. Yeah, <laughs> because totally. It's what feels um, best to me. And it does. It, I mean, it does kind of blow my mind that here I am. And, you know, in the business, we talk about just wanting to light each woman up from the yeah. inside. Um, and I see that as probably what I've done best over the years is just be the create a business that is the vehicle for people to get involved, understand themselves on a slightly different level. And yeah, I don't have to hold their hand all the way to, yeah. you know, utopia. And you yeah, know, you've just got to initiate to the, I just have to help them see that yeah. something different is possible for them. And, you know, they get a, they give themselves a yes. And that has an impact and a ripple yeah, effect. Totally. And it feels so nice. Yeah. Um, but you, but we talk a lot about, you know, cause, um, for, there's also <laughs> huge amounts of times when I would doubt myself or, or doubt that something's yeah. going to work, or I wonder why people have responded in a certain way or, you know, anything that I put up on, on, on social media, that's really revealing of myself or, you know, the filter is kind of down and it's the most me that I can be is not place I always want to be <laughs> but it's the, the shit that works yeah in terms of um giving people the chance to get involved in the conversation yeah um and sometimes I can get resentful of that like but I've got other things to like just I've, I've written this very helpful information or something like that but not nah, it's not it's it's like no give us a little bit of that and you've helped me understand um that aura thing a little bit more like if people are drawn to that they'll be drawn to it and if not they'll yeah they'll go away they'll be repelled 100 yeah but sometimes I'm like is there is there a, a secret to to growing a business that is not me I guess do you know what um, I mean because well yeah but and, and but yeah but the, the key to the success of that business is you feeling at peace you know yeah so yeah and and I think that is when you know something's well. That's when I know something's off. If I start to get resentful of the business or myself or yeah. anything in in the world, and I start to get a little bit cross that there's an expectation that I have to do something, I'll yes. do the exact oh my God. opposite. Exact yeah. opposite. 
Um, but we talk a lot and you have quite a lot of manifesta friends um, because I guess some of us do end up in the entrepreneurial space. And I know you're going to be creating some some resources and stuff because what do you think if someone, hopefully people switch this off, went and found out what they were and came back and listened to this, um, but uh, that you see, and, and so for the, for the manifestors who are, who are listening, mm-hmm. what, um, what do you most hope for them or what would you see the things, are the things that most kind of get in their way? Okay, so what I want most for the manifesto is for them to be, you know, completely lit up um, because when they are on fire, then the, everybody else is thriving, right? So for me, um, and I think I think the reason I have a lot of manifestors around me is because my message is very much about being you, you know, like right. that's all of you, all, all of the messy bits. The reason people resonate the most with those posts of yours that feel uncomfortable is because, um, you know, that is you, that is you where all this wonderful tapestry of, you know, like vulnerability and, and, uh, you know, like all the things that make up a human. Mm. Um, but most of us are putting on some kind of, um, front, to, to, because, because all of us isn't welcomed everywhere, you know, it's really not. Um, but people want to connect to what is true and real. And so when, when you drop all of those stories and the layers that are holding you back from expressing yourself in, um, in a way that's really true for you, then, um, yeah, then, then you have the ability to really impact everyone around you. And to, and it doesn't matter what type you are, really. Like when you are coming from the truth of who you are, every everything changes, you know. And the way people are going to to just just you being you is of huge service to everyone around you, whether that is you know your children because you're not going through life feeling resentful and bitter or frustrated or overlooked or whatever. Um, you know, if they're if they're seeing you kick goals and, you know, be, be who you are, then it's giving, I don't know, it's just like a good, a good energy to be around. It's giving them permission. Like this is the whole thing. Um, just, yeah, being who the truth of who you are just has such a greater impact than following any kind of rule book and manifestors. I want just them all to throw the rule book out the window, you know, and just really come into a place where they're giving themselves permission to dream really big and to have the impact that they know they're here to have but have been holding themselves back from. So, and you know, like, I think over the years with our, our friendship and you as a projector, um, you know, I can see how it must be have been frustrating for me to go down paths of doing things the way I thought things should be done. Yeah. <laughs> and you're <laughs> always like, Lisa, Lisa, like you don't have to follow the formula and do all of this sort of stuff. That's actually not for you. And I'm like, no, no, I mean this. Blah, blah, blah. So and then and and being told that that you are like as a manifester, you are the the thing um, is actually, is, you know, in terms of that conditioning, it, it's actually something you run away from. 
And it's easier to go, oh, surely not. Surely my ideas aren't that good. Or surely this is just something. I mean, this is so easy for me. I don't know why other people would care. Because we're it that's and I think that's what you were talking about with the with the conditioning. It's actually as a woman, Mm. not something that we naturally stand in and have no. our own little confidence in and and I think this world that we live in right now is that whole silver bullet approach like do this in this way get this result blah yeah. blah blah and it's that's safe it's yeah. safe to believe that for everyone yeah. everyone and you know it'll, it'll work in some respects because there will be an, an element of initiating involved in that for you as a manifester right like everything that you do that's initiating with another person is going to have some kind of impact um like one of the things that I tell manifestors to do is walk around the shop shopping center and just notice people moving out of your way right like it just just notice your energy and how it actually moves people out of the way um, when I go yeah. to a supermarket, sometimes I like, sometimes the fucking automatic door doesn't even open. For me. Oh, stop <laughs> it. Stop it. And, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, you're lying. No, but oh, well, I I'm kind of being a little bit cheeky, but it's true. It is true. But sometimes it's like, I feel completely invisible. And then all of a sudden I, I recognize, oh, that person just felt my, felt me penetrating <laughs> with my energy um and so and then it's like oh oh sorry you're there oh okay you know but they hadn't even noticed until you know they felt me they felt me before they saw me and it's the same for a manifesto but in a different way like just yeah like go and go and test out your aura see what happens when you're out in the out and about do people move out of your way because you know the whole thing about human design is it's just an experiment this is what I love about it is you've got all of this information and there's so many layers because all we're talking about right now is type right? Yeah. Oh, well, and there is so many different layers, but can you just hold on one second yeah. and I'm going to come right back. Hold on one second. Sorry for that little uh, break. Um, we are back and you were about to just launch into. <laughs> I was just about to say the whole thing that I, I think the thing I love the most about human design is the fact that it's really called the human design experiment, right? So all of this information is amazing. It's amazing to know all this stuff about you, but where the magic comes in is when we start experimenting with it, when we start, um, you know, like as a projector going back and one of the most powerful things I did was to go back and have a look when things, when I felt success, when did I feel success? What were the commonalities between those moments? And I could clearly see that number one, I had no expectation around things, which mm. is really important for a projector. <laughs> Expectations, <laughs> not good. So many teary phone oh calls. Gosh, so many, so many. So let go of all expectations if you're a projector. <laughs> it will make you much happier. Um, and also I could see that there was recognition in that space, right? Because as a projector, it's not that I'm just here to sit and wait, like I said before, but it is about noticing what am I currently being recognized for? Where is their recognition? That can just help us to come back into track, right? And then um, and then I could also see that, yeah, the things that have really worked, there's been some kind of invitation. Mm -hmm. So for a generator, have a think, when do I feel satisfied? 
What are the through lines there? Is it because, and it will depend because every type has different authorities. So if you're a generator, you may be sacral, which means you have a yes or no in the moment response, or you may be emotional, but having a think about like, did I initiate that? Or did somebody ask something of me? You know, did somebody ask me for my opinion? Did somebody um, like, what, what, what did, how was I in response here? Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah. And, and what's happened when I've had an idea and just initiated off my own back? Has it worked? Has it left me feeling successful? Has it left me feeling frustrated? You know, um, and same for a manifester having you think, when do I feel peace? When have I felt anger? And likely you'll feel anger if you haven't initiated something because you're not here to wait to be invited. You're not here to respond. You're here to have your own ideas and step forward from that, not the waiting, right? There, you, as an emotional manifesto, there is a certain amount of waiting. You're waiting for clarity, but you're not waiting for somebody else, right? Like it's really important. You are never waiting for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, as a reflector, am I feeling disappointed because I haven't given myself enough time? You know, have I not waited the full month? Have I not given myself that amount of time to come to a decision? Have I just kind of rushed in and am I feeling disappointed now? Have a think about those times where you felt pleasantly surprised. What You know, what were the themes there? And so for me, that has really solidified and it could just be confirmation bias, to be honest, but it worked. Like it feels like it works for me. Mm-hmm. So then I know, okay, well, this this is this is true for me right now yeah. might change, but right now it's true for me to show up, be who I am, love, love what I do, be mastering systems, immersing myself in my own research and mm-hmm. sharing what I see because the projector is, we're here to observe and we're here to, you know, s- tell people what we see. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. Like I share a lot of my insights and um, there's elements of my chart too, because none of our chart lives in a, in a vacuum and we all have not just our type, but then we have all of these beautiful things that make us these really intricate, completely individualized human beings yes. here for very yeah. specific reasons. Yep. And I was just thinking then people are going to think this is just the four types, but it is so much more than that because then there's the lines and then there's open centres, closed centres, and then there's what matches up the channels. And I was just even Profiles, incarnation crosses, where the planets were in which gate. Where your arrows point, like it's it's so so complex. So you might be a, like I might, I'm a a manifester, but I'm a line, I don't even know. You're a two six. Two six. Yeah means so it means that you're a role model for one part which is like and a hermit so the hermit but the hermit is also the natural so the hermit is really there to be in their own space doing their own thing they don't necessarily know what they're good at or why they're good at anything so if you ask them so what I think of like there's a house analogy for the lines but the second line is like you are on the bottom floor of a house in your little magical world doing all your like little creative things that you're doing. And then, and, and while you're in that space, it's just you, you're in your own world. Right. But what you don't realize is there's this glass panel between you and a busy street. And so people are walking past going, Oh, what's she doing? Oh, look, look at that. Oh, knock, knock, knock on the glass. Excuse me. Um, what are you doing? Can you show me how to do that? That looks really. And you're like, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. Like, I, I don't, I don't know how I do this because you're just naturally gifted at things. The second line can be 
Um, there's also a little bit of projection that can happen on to the second line too. Um, so there's so there's that like I'm hermit gets called out of the cave, right? So the hermit likes to be on their own in their own energy in their own creative world, but they will be called out regularly to bring their gifts and you know that out. Um, and then the sixth line is the role model and the role model has three phases and you're in the second phase at the moment. So first 30 years, very experimental, big life, done lots of things. Um, second 20 years is on the roof. So basically you've lived this big first 30 years. This, the next, uh, you know, you climb up onto the roof of a house because the six lines are an analogy of the house. From that roof, you get a higher perspective on things. You can, you, you, it can be a little bit aloof too in nature because it's processing and integrating and um, embodying all of the wisdom that you've created throughout your, or that you've experienced throughout your life. And then after 50, you kind of come off and you're the sage, but everyone is always looking up to you because you're the role model. It doesn't matter whether you're in that first, second, third phase. Like, it's not like you wait till 50 till life starts. That pissed me off. That, yeah. Cause that's that what pisses I a lot of people off. Yeah. I'm what like, what, what people hear is Wait until you're 50 and then everything will come together after 50. It'll all make sense. And because I'm always trying to figure out, um, uh, well, how to help or how to put things in ways that um, will help people, but um, I'm doing it as I'm learning. So never as an idea that I am actually a role model or that I have. (laughs) have any fountain of knowledge in any sort of specific way. It's just more, I'm trying this, want to try? Yeah, I've done yeah. this, this way for me, want to have a crack? Um, but I sort of think, you know, like it's maybe why I can't decide on what a book will be about because maybe it's just not clear to me yet because it just right. hasn't become clear to me yet. Right, the, the which thing- is partly being emotional because, you know, clarity is going to come over time and there is a timing aspect to the emotional. They're always going to do things in their own amount of time. You can't rush You can't rush it. And if you do rush it, it's not going to be, you know, what it could be. It'll probably be yeah. actually quite anger-inducing. So, you know, you wait until clarity and then when clarity lands, then you move. And when you move, it's going to be fast, swift, and, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. When it, it happens, it happens. It happens. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But the, but that's the hardest part. I think sometimes, particularly for a manifester is, um, yeah, can be that waiting till the inspiration strikes and now go, you know, uh, when, yeah. when I naturally want to go all, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, can't, I literally can't. You can't. And I feel well, like you life. can, but you end up with shingles and yeah, yeah. all that kind or, of fun stuff. You, you know, I think about how um, until that recent 30 days um, uh, product I created, Yeah, um, it was really 2019 when I created Ready for Change and Live the Change were my last actual creating and building out um, a, a program. And I think about why emotionally I couldn't bring creativity or clarity to work projects in the two years following Nick's mm. death and all of that stuff. It kind of, it, it's sort of, yeah, like mm. I kept on wanting that emotional, <laughs> that that bit like to land because it used to be so easy for me to think, oh, my God, we can blah, 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 and then blah, blah would exist a yeah. month or two later, I just have not 
felt that. Um, My whole emotional being has been in in processing um, something. My um, doorbell Doorbell. has just rung. So just (laughs) hold on. Hold on one second. No worries. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Another break. And we're back again. Now we'll- Where were we? I have no idea. What we're-, <laughs> we're talking about emotional clarity and like emotional how, clarity, yeah, yes. and how the last couple of years have been really hard for you yes. to create. Yeah, um, until and- until the clarity comes, and then you're like, boom, let's go. And then, yeah, thirty days was created in ten days um, from start to finish. And when that happens, like honestly, it's like the biggest natural high ever. Yeah. So okay, let's because we, we're gonna have to wrap this up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so could I, clearly. Clearly. And I think if I just, what I wanted this podcast episode to be was, I guess, just that that human design exists, that it's there. If you haven't heard about it, it could be a really interesting line of um, inquiry about yourself. And at the end of the day, people who are listening to this podcast are interested in themselves and living better. And I think that level of self-acceptance and choosing based on my design, like that, what that illuminated for me is making my life just feel so much easier, every mm. single aspect of it. Um, and, you know, understanding the people around me as well. So illuminating. So yeah. if people want to find out a bit more. We'll obviously yeah. put links to you and where people can find you. Yeah. Um, and you know, those, those podcasts and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so is there anything else you want to share about? Yeah. So, um, people. Yeah. So I get, well, firstly, I think the number one place to connect with me is probably Instagram because I am on there so actively. Um, So definitely do that. The other thing, like I I often, or I just last a couple of months ago, ran an introduction to human design session, which was so awesome. So I'm definitely going to run those again. So I run an introduction to like a foundations. So you can learn about, so the aim of that is like, with me, even if I'm doing a one-to-one reading, my aim is to give you enough information so that then you can go. So it's not like a, so you're the kind of person who blah, 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 but without any like understanding to why that is, you know, so it's, so Mm. you know what I mean? So sometimes you'll go to these things and they'll say, I can see you're a person who is really, um, you know, loves researching things and is very experimental. Mm. I don't, I don't want to tell, like, I want you to understand that, but I want to understand, I want you to understand why Mm. so that then you can go with your chart, go and pull your kids' charts, go and pull your partner's chart, go and pull the people around you so that you can get a, so you've got enough of a foundation to understand who they are too. Right. Um, And so I run these, these little workshops, they're like 50 bucks to come and there's a, foundations one and a centers one and I'm just finishing off the touches on a manifest a specific one Uh, I'm thinking I'm going to run generator specific ones projector specific ones too Um, but they're a really good way to get in and just learn you know yeah because it is it's like a whole new language yeah and when when you first look at your chart I mean it meant absolutely nothing nothing 
nothing <laughs> to me. It's not even. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing you can take. It's a bunch of numbers with like little dots next to them, a whole bunch of like symbols and then like triangles with lines and squares. And, you know, it's like it's, makes no I sense. I do think it's becoming more and more popular. It definitely is, yeah. Um, as people are discovering it and they're telling people, like me, like telling people about it. This is really cool. And, you know, I remember... Uh, you know, getting it done for my boyfriend. And what I actually loved about your reading (laughs) was that because you actually understand how people, like, so for him, really important to understand the context, like, because he was sus on it from the outset because what the hell. A lot of people that come to me are like, I really want to know this, but it's just too woo. Like it's it seems too, too woo. woo. Yeah. And, you know, he comes from a, the corporate world of, um, you know, really next level kind of people. Straightness. <laughs> well, 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 no, more like he's done, um, like he even I think is someone who can do one of the personality type tests and all of that. Yeah, so, yeah. so thinks he understands everything about yeah. human nature. I'm like, mate, let's just introduce you to human design and let's talk about that. And um, I loved the way you delivered it because because he needs to understand the context or whatever his line was. Mm. Whereas for me, I'm like, nah, 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 you can just get straight to like, I, I sort of need to understand it, but I also don't really. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just need to understand like exactly what pertains to me and just make it that as simple as possible. And what do I do with this? Um, whereas some people need to understand. Yeah, 100%. The, um, and that's in a chart. That, that's in a chart. So if I'm going to read for a first chart. line, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're a first line. So what? What? So you're going to need to understand. I'm sure you're looking at this, going yeah. blah blah blah. And he was for sure doing that. <laughs> um, so I loved how you. It always it helps you figure out how to teach and um, connect with people. It, I mean, because yeah, hundred percent. It gives you on the human being. Yeah. yeah. And even like as a coach, you know, it's like as, and particularly even as a podcast coach, it's like, I can see there, like all of a sudden, like the things that I used to take personally, like, so we would have a session and then the person would go away and they'd be like really clear and yes, yes, yes. And then they go away and they do nothing with that information. They'd come back and they go, oh, well, I, you know, I went away and I thought about it for a while and I sat with it and I thought, "Mm, maybe not. And then to discover that person was emotional just Mm -hmm. made so much sense. Cause then it would be like, okay, you're feeling clear now let just just sit with it for a few days and see what happens mm. you know because Sitting you'll find it. clarity will come over time mm. <laughs> it's, it really is um so fascinating so thank you for sharing no today. I hope that people are well I mean I'm sure that they're curious because we're all curious about ourselves and they can go and find out and then follow you and the stuff that you're sharing is amazing and just helpful um and then those workshops sound so good old toads be signing up for the manifesto yeah, yeah, yeah. i literally cannot learn enough about this but I, you know i also do definitely think for our team being able to help with yeah. the dynamics of that have helping some having someone who is a a person so like 
I'm all the ideas and Carly yep. is then just like, oh, yeah, so is she literally inviting me to do this? <laughs> like, hang on, I can respond to what Lisa's yeah, just right. now. I'm just like, Carly, you got to do something with this human design stuff. You're so freaking good at it. Um, so I'm just throwing you ideas all, all the time. <laughs> you are, and I, I really appreciate it, you know, because it's like I don't, as a projector, I can't see myself. I don't know. I don't know what's of value. I don't know, you know. So it's like it is really handy to have like that's how we all play our role when you're initiating and not holding yourself back and not biting your tongue because you really want to say something but you're like oh I don't know if I should how that's going to land blah 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 blah. then what you're actually doing is denying the person you know that of some huge impact do you know like as a kid my mum said your biggest lesson Lisa is to think before you speak was like, yes, yes, yes. Because I would just say things. Yeah. Um, even my son the other day, because he's got to do a presentation at school today, he goes, how do you just go on Facebook Live and just talk nonstop? I'm like, well, mate, I actually don't know how I do that. <laughs> yeah. But I think it might be just one of the things like you're, you've got things that you're really good at. I think that just talking might be my thing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, he's just like not getting that. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyway thank you, Carly. No worries. My pleasure. Talking. Yes, yes. People are going to be like. Hit, hit stop record. <laughs> <laughs> stop. Okay. We'll send people your way. Thanks for cool. everything. <laughs> Hey, if you're enjoying the conversation, then it would mean the world to me if you head over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. It really makes a difference and it's my intention to get as many of us involved in real conversations that really change the game as possible. Thanks so much for your help and I'll see you in the next episode.